0: You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. My name is Barry Allen and I am the fastest man alive. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence and we're looking for your help.
1: Welcome to the Central City Chronicle, the unofficial The Flash podcast, a poppychularadio.com and iTunes exclusive. Poppy Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Wednesday, April 26, 2017, and I am your host, Professor X. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of The Flash. Later on in the broadcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the hit CW series casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. Please welcome my co-host, Jeffrey Aruz.
2: Welcome, Central City, from the year... 2017 and the year 2024 we're time traveling today baby and peter velez
3: hello everybody glad to be back
1: let's jump into our recap of season 3 episode 19 which was titled the once and future flash and aired april 25th 2017 here's the official synopsis of the episode while team flash must now deal with the escaped killer frost barry travels to 2024 in order to find out savatar's identity Barry learns from future Cisco that a lot has changed. Cisco lost his vibe powers after Killer Frost showered his hands. HR became a successful sci-fi romance novelist. Julian works at Iron Heights tending to Killer Frost. Wally is catatonic after Savitar shattered his spine. Joe is depressed and bitter since Barry broke his promise to Iris to always be there for Joe if she died. And most shocking of all, future Barry's gone emo. He's become a recluse hiding in the remnants of Star Labs. In his absence, Mirror Master and the top have taken over Central City. Barry fails to learn Savitar's identity from Future Barry because Future Barry never actually found out who Savitar was. And Killer Frost, who does know Savitar's identity, refuses to talk. Sisko secretly uses a device to prevent Barry from returning to the past, hoping he'll stick around and put things right. Barry does so, or at least tries to make things right, by rounding up Julian, Joe and HR and apologizing to them for breaking his promise, effectively reuniting Team Flash in the future. Future Barry breaks out of his funk long enough to help Barry deal with Top and Mirror Master. He also breaks out of his funk long enough to tell Barry about a Speed Force trap developed by a physicist named Tracy Brand four years after Iris died. Barry returns to the past, leaving the future in the hands of the reformed Team Flash. Back in the present, Killer Frost meets with Savitar, who offers her the chance to eliminate Caitlin Snow forever. She's reluctant at first, but when she sees who Savitar really is, she agrees immediately. So, what was everyone's initial reaction to the episode, Peter? Let's start with you.
3: Uh, I kind of had a range of emotions about the episode. Uh, there, the beginning, really, I didn't really care for, but it sort of won me uh, back towards the end. And
1: uh, overall, nah, not bad, I would say. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, uh, Jeffrey. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I enjoyed the episode as well. I mean, the future is dark and gloomy. And then, you know, that's a metaphor for for maybe a lot right now. But uh, it it was... There was a bit of hope at the end, which I liked. And I think a lot of people were really, really angry that we still don't officially know who Savitar is. And I, I feel their pain, but I'm enjoying their sort of, like, tease with it uh, but i feel like it has to be revealed soon because if not a lot of people are going to start to revolt
1: well i'm sure we'll uh, deal with that uh, in the rest of the episode not to mention someone's responsible for spoilers i'm sure you'll know exactly who savitar is or else what sort of a spoilers master would you be
2: well there you go uh,
1: as for me I, I really i find myself agreeing with peter i i i wasn't crazy about uh, a lot of the episode, just because it was so dark and bleak, and as I've said before, I don't like Flash to be the dark, bleak show. Uh, I think they do suffer a little too much from, you know, wanting to be like Arrow, the idea that you've got to be gritty. Uh, you know, there were times, you know, certainly in the first 20 or 30 minutes where I was thinking, you know, did Zack Snyder drop in, guest, this episode? In fact, it was Tom Cavanaugh. Curiously, it was just after Tom Cavanaugh's character got back into the thing that uh, the show really picked up, which is uh, kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, I, I did like how it ended, and I certainly like the uh, the reveal at the end because uh, it is setting us up for the big reveal next week. So, before we get into a thorough recap of the latest episode of The Flash, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us.
4: Like us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash The Central City Chronicle. Follow us on Tumblr, The Central City Chronicle.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for The Central City Chronicle and subscribe.
1: Thanks, announcer. Okay, so what did you guys think about the dystopian future caused by Iris' death? On the bright side, it looks like newspapers still exist, which seems incredibly unlikely, but hey, they're there. Uh, Jeffrey, just what are your overall views of, uh, of the future that we saw?
2: I thought it was kind of awesome because I love when we get glimpses into the future. They always use you know a different filter to make it look at, to make it look futurey, which I think is neat. I I think they picked a good one to show sort of like the I guess I don't want to call it dystopian, but like the the lawless, flashless central city future. And uh, yeah, I was. I was curious to know like what he was going to see first like when he popped into the future and of course he was going to run into uh, some familiar people.
1: And also it was smart having him only jump forward by 7 years because that way you're not going so far ahead that you have to like plausibly come up with new forms of technology or you know dress the streets in a really expensive way. It's close enough to the present that, you know, probably people are dealing with, you know, the iPhone 9, but it's not like they've got, you know, cerebral implants. Although that said, there was not a lot of people on the streets, uh, which was kind of interesting.
2: And Um, they also didn't need to use any of, like, aging makeup on the characters, because seven years isn't, you know, you can put some facial hair or, you you know, put a wig on and they'll be fine.
0: I feel
3: yeah, I mean, like they only really tried with a couple of them. Uh, I think Julian and Joe, like they successfully made look, look older, whereas Barry wound up looking like he was seventeen. Well, uh, there's that. Yeah, and Cisco just
1: kind of kind of looks disheveled, and Wally lays down. It was interesting seeing Wally with longer hair, but aside from that, yeah, they didn't give Wally a lot to do, did they, uh, Peter? What did you think about the uh, the version of the future we saw in this episode?
3: Uh, I thought it was alright. Uh, I, I would have liked to see more of it. I felt like we basically just saw Star Labs uh, and, and, like, one alley outside of Star Labs. Uh, but, uh, otherwise, you know, it's not the point of the episode, uh, but I did, like, uh, that it was kind that they did do, do the sort of really bleak, uh, dusty, cobwebbed uh, Star Labs. Uh, I thought that was a good, nice touch.
1: Well, you mentioned the bleakness, and we talked about uh, you know the fact that you know for most of the episode it was uh, pretty much an unremitting downer, showing you uh, the future after Iris dies. Uh, what was the one future development you saw that you liked the least, and why, Peter?
3: Uh, probably the Joe. I mean the the center problem of the uh, episode, uh, the Joe S. It's like Barry, uh, you just saw yourself make that promise. It's like you. You uh, know what to do. I, I don't know. I kind of felt like he should have focused more on Caitlin. I, kind of, I thought that was like a bit of a dick move on his part. Uh, so the future relationships,
1: I was kind of like, Barry, this is all your fault. Uh, so that's, well, yeah. And Jeff, what did you think? What was your least favorite uh, future development?
2: Yeah, I com- 100% agree with Peter, so I'm not going to repeat that one, and I'll pick a different one. I'm going to say Cisco getting his hands shattered. Like, I mean, not going to lie, it was like awesome. The effect, and like the robo hand, It that was that like, kind of interesting because I was like, wouldn't it look... It's the future-ish, so wouldn't it have looked, I don't know, less robotic? Wouldn't they have tried to have done something? But uh, it it was kind of like Terminator-y, in a sense, which I thought was kind of neat. But I was like, damn, like, Killer Frost, because she was a friend who turned into a foe, she knew exactly what she needed to do to basically neuter uh, Cisco, And I was like, damn, poor guy.
1: Yeah, and and we certainly saw with you know almost all the characters, of course, with the exception of HR. You know, just you know how bad it has gotten with them. And yeah, for me personally, I think it was you know seeing you know the the sight of Barry just having given up. And you know, for me, you know that portrayal of you know what I've called emo Barry, you know, largely based on his hair. You know, it's 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 so different from you know the Barry of season one who was you know uh, a bright light very you know the the sort of you know characterization we associate with Flash in the comics uh and yet you know as I thought about it you know we have seen that Barry does have a tendency to beat himself up to blame himself when things go wrong and let's face it to make horrible mistakes um so what did you think about the uh portrayal of emo Barry did it feel real or did you just think it was you know sort of necessary for this one episode did it to you like a a logical outgrowth of his character, Peter?
3: Uh, I definitely think it it was logical. This is sort of a callback to the beginning of Season 2 Barry. Very much leave me alone, Barry. Uh, so I I wasn't too surprised that this is, uh, because I I saw uh, photos of Emo Barry a couple weeks ago, and I was like, yep. uh Uh-huh, 100%. This is what exactly what, uh, Barry Allen would, this Barry Allen would do. Um so yeah wasn't surprised i did like that his uh voice got deeper as if he went through some sort of like second puberty caused by grief and his voice drops like two octaves uh that's how they made him look
1: older
2: it's called doing the oliver queen
1: and it was kind of a nice uh you know just an acting choice just to sort of differentiate him from his younger self you know traditionally you know we explain that away by you know you know, he's been on a five-year drinking bender or something like that though as alcohol doesn't affect him presumably that wouldn't be the reason for it uh, jeffrey what do you think about uh future barry
2: i thought it was appropriate his uh, his whole vibe uh just because of uh, the uh traumatic uh event that he experiences in 2017 allegedly at some point if they can't uh change anything so i thought Like, if I were to imagine Barry in seven years without Iris, like, I could see him as someone who has lost hope. I I don't know if I would have wanted to have seen him as someone who had also, like, disbanded the group and that kind of thing. I feel like that was, you know, he was really broken. Um, I would have hoped that he still had, like, a little bit of hope inside of him, but I can fully understand why he did what he did and why they're showing us sort of like the worst of the worst in the future Um, as far as like what the writers wrote you know to inspire Barry to when he returns home make sure that that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, as if he didn't need uh, even more incentive to ensure that Iris doesn't die. It was kind of interesting seeing how the group splintered in the future. Do you think that says anything? We've, we've talked a lot about you know Iris and that she often isn't given as much to do as we might like. Um, but do you think realizing what happens to the group after she dies, you know, does that give you a better sense of how important she is to the team as sort of the glue that holds everyone together? Jeff?
2: I 100% agree. I think I've said this on the podcast at some point this season. And I think I usually go back and forth between Joe and Iris being sort of like the heart of the team. But I 100% agree that Iris, even though she's not a powered person. I know we've had discussions before of like, what does she contribute? Because she isn't a powered person and she's on this super powered team. But Iris contributes like the heart, the soul of the team. And uh, I mean, it was evident with the fact that once she died you know it it took barry to such a dark place in his mind heart and soul that he had to completely disband everything and to you know uh remove those around him that reminded him of the good times that he had with her
1: and peter what did you think
3: yeah, during that segment, all I could really... Uh, not all I could really think. I mean, of course, there's the yeah the Barry stuff. Uh, but I was just thinking about that poor, poor West family. Like, God, such good people. And they, like, they this terrible, terrible one-two punch to come to them in the form of, like, what happens to the West children. Um, God. And, you know, like, Joe's just the best. And, like, to see him so hurt, to have all of his children, like, just kind of, like, gone. It was just really, really heartbreaking. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, that, yeah, and uh, speaking of one-two punches, like, the Iris loss, and then they, Caitlin is just gone. Not even gone. A bad guy. And, like, negative Caitlyn, Caitlyn, they have. So just, like, I, it's interesting to watch, like, this, like, all of the feminine energy uh, sort of, like, leave the team, and then like, the team kind of splits apart. Like the people that we always talk about, like you said, Professor X, they don't really have enough to do. But once they're gone, it's just chaos.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, because, you know, we've talked about, you know, uh, characters dying and stuff like that. I, I think the realization here is that, you know, you could lose any other member of the team with the exception of Barry, and the team probably wouldn't have splintered in the same way. So I think that does sort of, you know, subtly reinforce the importance that Iris has, you know, as, as, you know, Jeff was saying, as, as, heart of the team, really. Uh, But you were mentioning the idea that, you know, uh, often the team, you know, the need for some feminine energy. Barry does come back with the name Tracy Brand and some research notes on the Speed Force Trap, uh, which presumably means they're going to be hunting you know, in the next episode, trying to find this Tracy Brand and giving her the notes and say, here, quick, build this four years earlier than you might have. Uh, Do you think there were any other clues or hints we might have missed uh, from Barry's time in the future? Obviously, that was the big, you know, the reveal of the name, the person, there is this Speed Force Trap, you know, it in that reality, it wasn't developed for an additional four years. Maybe this will allow them. Did you pick up on anything else while Barry was in the future that you think, you know, might have given him uh, given him, or perhaps us uh, some hints as to what's coming? Peter?
3: Uh, well, I don't know how this plays in with future spoilers. Uh, but, okay. Everybody put on your conspiracy hats. Ah, uh, you. I've said on the show before that HR is in one of a uh, is a suspect of mine for possibly being Savitar, uh, and I feel like there were certain clues sort of uh, like throughout the episode. I didn't know Tim uh, or Tom Cavanaugh, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Tom. Yes. I didn't know he was the director, which I feel like also. Uh, is kind of an interesting thing uh, for the like what I saw HR doing he writes the uh, the book about a speedster and uh, a speedster romance novel which we assume is Barry but it could be him as Savitar and uh, I don't know I don't know if it's just Tom Kavanaugh's smile uh, maybe I'm just used to that sort of being a little creepy but I feel like he had kind of an interesting smile when uh, Barry is just sort of trying to get the team together uh, I forget the, um, oh, when he says uh, that he won't ab- abandon the team. Uh, everybody's kind of frowning. Julian, like, looks away and sort of, like, rolls his eyes. But HR has, like, kind of a weird smile. I don't know if that's just Wells's have weird smiles, but I thought those are two things I picked up on. Maybe that's just, like, a confirmation bias type thing.
1: Uh, Jeffrey, did you pick up anything else from the future that you think uh, might uh, be relevant uh, back in the present of 2017?
2: Yes. Uh, I hope that I'm not going too far into where you want to take the discussion. But the one line that stuck out to me immediately was when uh, Future Barry was basically like, you know, you try everything to defeat Sabotar. You even create time remnants, and he killed them all, mostly.
1: Yeah, that's exactly the line I was thinking about. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering whether there's, you know, some sort of, you know, reveal coming out of that.
2: Yeah, that's, because uh,
1: that, because that line is pretty significant.
2: I agree, and my theory from the beginning was always that Barry from the future is Savitar. And that just for me, like it was like okay, well maybe my thinking has always been in the right direction because if he is a time remnant, that would be that would be really interesting because I still don't really understand how time remnants work to be quite honest. But uh, but I find if it makes
1: you feeling better. I'm pretty sure the uh, the writers of the show don't either.
2: Yeah, because like the whole back when the time remnant was introduced uh with zoom i think that was like the first time that the idea right because zoom was a time remnant at some point remember right that's how yes that's how um and he could be seated zoom over there and as well yeah, yeah. so
3: My
2: nose i know right the whole time remnant thing confuses me but i guess i'm just gonna go with it and be like okay that can happen because why not
1: Okay, so uh, we've gotten a little ahead of ourselves on playing the uh, the ever-popular Savitar Is game. But before we get to that, uh, let's assume that uh, uh, Iris does die on uh, uh, May 23rd, 2017. Do you think the future Barry saw is inevitable, or do you think he was changed enough by the experience to ensure things play out
2: differently? Jeffrey? Oh, that's an interesting question, because it's all about, can you change the future? And well, exactly, because yeah. if you
1: can't, then, you know, it's 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 all pointless. But one thing that I did think was kind of interesting was that it's not that, you know, when young Barry arrived in the future, old Barry said, ah, I knew you'd be here because I did the same thing. There was no mention of that.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that's very true. So it seems tr- like
1: he, he is bringing back knowledge that they didn't have before. And also, with Barry giving him, uh, you know, the information and telling him the name, that certainly felt like the first time that was happening. So even though future Barry feels that, you know, it's set in stone, it can't be changed. Um, even And again, there's, there's two elements here. The one is, can he change the future? Uh, and the other is, uh, if he doesn't, will it play out inevitably as that happened? Because, you know, future Barry did say to him, you know, you'll do your best. You'll pull out the time remnants, uh, remnants and uh, and but she'll still die. And this is what will happen to you um so do you think he's been changed enough by this experience to ensure that he won't push everyone away that he won't turn his back on joe uh, that he won't let uh wally go face his avatar on his own what do you think again this is based on the the assumption you know iris is going to die
2: exactly uh, what
1: do you think that will mean for the future that we see
2: well i'm a big believer that the future is fluid that the future is based on our decisions and one small decision that you make a yes or a no can change your future completely i guess we're going to see if that's what the writers believe as well because i completely agree with everything that you just stated professor in that future barry didn't know that barry that old uh old barry well 2017 barry was going to be going into the future the the tracy brand name and all that kind of stuff he he does return to the past which is the present with some new information so I've always been of uh, of, like the thought of like okay there will be a death we know that there is a death but because of the decisions because now that they know that there is a death that they're doing that death will still happen but it's not going to be the same person So I've always thought that Iris will not die in the uh, season finale on the fated date of May 23rd, 2017, but someone else will take her place because a death is sort of foretold. So maybe because Barry went into the future and now he has all this new information. Number one, he's going to be working his hardest to make the right decisions to make sure that the future isn't as bleak. And number two, because he has this new information that wasn't taken into account, things are going to start changing even more than uh, before when they had like the headlines and they were trying to like change the headlines i feel like this is probably like the crux to a major change in uh, the future the season finale may 23rd 2017
1: and peter what do you think uh just uh, assuming you know iris does die we'll deal with uh, other uh, alternate possibilities uh in a minute but if she did die um, do you think, you know, Barry has been changed enough by seeing this vision of the future that, you know, things will play out differently in the aftermath?
3: Well, uh, yeah, I definitely think that this experience is, uh, I, I, hopefully this experience is the nail of, uh, in the coffin of kind of selfish uh, Barry. Uh, I, I do hope he comes back from this like, once and for all, just like, alright, Team Flash. Team Flash. Um, so I, um, you know, uh, they're all, they're trying to go to save Caitlyn. Uh, hopefully, she's uh, drawn back in somehow. Uh, yeah, it, 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 there, a lot could happen. A lot of
1: the ne- dynamics can shift. It'll be interesting to see what it uh, does. Okay, we're now moving into our favorite part of every episode, which is Rampant Speculation Time. Uh, you guys have already sort of waited on this, but let's just uh, get you guys on the record with this. It's our last week to play Savitar Is, because we do know that Savitar is going to be unmasked next week. So this is your last chance to put some money on who, who's the guy inside the chrome suit. Given Killer Frost's reaction at the end of the episode, who do you think Savitar is and why? Peter, are you still sticking with your HR? Mm, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say H.R. Wells. You see, in in both of, the, in both of your arguments, I, I think uh, Killer Frost's reaction sort of challenges both of those. Because I don't think that if Killer Frost saw H.R. getting out of the silver suit, she would immediately go, oh, I'll do whatever you say. Uh, crazy but, H.R.?
3: Uh, I don't know. She, we, she's, seen, she's met a lot of crazy Wellses.
1: And we did see, remember, we did see that one vision of the future where H.R. was there with a gun in his hand while Savitar was threatening Iris. Yeah, we don't really know what that gun's about at all. No, and and we've only seen it the once, so that's kind of interesting. We do um, pointing it. Yep. Yeah, um, I know. Jeffrey, I'm really yeah, uh, two shooters on the lawn on this one, but I'll, I'll well, demo- they could have could have any number of HRs out there. Just go to the alternate Earths and grab a few.
3: Hmm.
1: Uh, Jeffrey, what are you thinking? Uh, you've uh, it, it's it's uh, a fairly standard uh, theory that. Uh, uh, that Barry is Savitar, uh, which would be kind of interesting. Are you still sticking with that?
2: Yeah, I, I said that day one when Avatar appeared, and it- it's just a theory that has stuck for me because it makes the most sense if some sort of time remnant of Barry is out there, maybe created by Flashpoint, uh, and, uh, I-, I mean, I don't know why he's gone rogue, but... Uh, Maybe he enjoyed uh, the, the power that he, um, he I don't know, he achieved by quote-unquote becoming Savitar, and that, you know, corrupted him, and that's why it happened, but I don't know, it's just everything for me keeps on pointing to Barry as making sense, and I sort of took Killer Frost's reaction at the end. Like, as confirmation that it could be Barry because she just went along with him. Like, a lot of the internet was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be, like, this person from the past. You know, like, let's say, like, um, like, uh, Eddie or Ronnie and that kind of thing. And I'm like, I don't think she would have reacted like that if they were, like, those two. Like, I think, like, the first thing she would have been like is, like, why are you alive or, or something like that. So it just... yeah. It just points to Barry, and since she's like evil and emo, if she saw like an evil and emo Barry, I feel like she would be like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna listen to you because uh, you seem interesting right now, and I'm kind of evil right now, and you look kind of evil, so let's team up and let's do some evil things, because I've heard that we team up and do some evil things from your acolytes, why not?
1: Well, regardless of uh, who is in the suit, we're all pretty much agreed that, you know, on uh, May 23rd, someone's going to die.
2: Yes. Uh, well, wait, Peter, what's your theory? Do you...
1: hmm?
2: What's your theory?
1: On Savitar? I don't know anymore. Um, I- I've been uh, pulling for it being a version of Barry from the future um, uh, pretty much uh, as long as you have. But I just don't know. Having um, uh, having Caitlin react that way, it's also, yeah, really weird. I mean... Um, you know, I I know some people online suggest it could be, uh, you know, uh, you know, Ronnie from Firestorm, because you know, who would Caitlyn like? If if Caitlyn were to react like that, would she have reacted like that to Barry? I don't know, and it could be, you know, uh, a strange Barry, like Barry with a goatee or something like that. Um, it, it'd yes, be an interesting with revival, an evil mustache. Because, um, but uh, but yeah, and and again, I, you know, I've said from the past that you know, uh, there there is this sort of you know, uh, it is comic book canon that at some point in the future. Uh, Barry tries to go back in time to. Uh, it, actually, in the comics, is that he wants to go back in time to kill himself. Um, in this case, you know, um, it, it, they're, uh, if, if they were doing the Barry thing, it would be a little different. I don't know. It's uh, uh, it's really curious. You know, it could be. You know, a a uh, Barry from you know an alternate dimension. We've sort of been ignoring the alternate dimensions uh, side of things, even though there are plenty of them out there. Um, so it's uh it, it's still i still think it's kind of up in the air i think you know uh story-wise uh barry kind of makes the most sense uh certainly in terms of you know if they weren't going to deal completely with Savitar, you know it, it would certainly or even if they did deal with him dealing with the consequences you know next season of barry realizing that he has this potential in him uh but then again i mean as we saw in this episode we really want to hold another se- season of mopey barry thinking oh i'm i'm a monster because then it's just basically the Killer Frost angle being played out um, on a slightly larger scale. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really don't know. Um, it uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, what if it's like a totally out of left field thing, like it's Joe or something like that. That would be uh, although, interesting you know,
2: and and surprising. It would be
1: totally it, out of left field, but it um, has
2: to be someone on the team though, just because they know so much about the team, and and that's why because Savitar knows so much about all of them it just makes the most sense that it's barry it's like they keep on pointing to him which you know it's going to be funny if it isn't if if it is somebody like it's cecile (laughs) yeah
1: when we're looking for uh for a character who's you know recognizable enough it's detective Singh. um (laughs) so we're all agreed uh that there will be a death on the 23rd um Jeffrey, you've uh, made the argument it's not going to be uh, Iris. Peter, what do you think? Who's going to die?
3: Oh, man. I wish Brittany was here so she could say the words. I don't want to say the words. Um,
1: <sighs> Joe West. Dum, dum, dum. Um, so, if uh, if we were agree, but we have seen, you know, uh, how does Iris get out of her destiny? How does she not die uh, on uh, May twenty third, Peter. Remember, we're in the rampant speculation portion of the show here. So, how is she going to get? How do, how do they get out of it? Yeah, how does? How do we ensure that uh, Iris doesn't die when and where she's supposed to? Oh shit, man! I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's their job. That's what, uh I don't. Re- I don't really have a guess on this one.
3: Um, I kind of want to uh, find out myself. Uh, t- oh, time. Uh, they give Iris speed powers, and she's a time remnant.
1: There. Wild speculation. Something. We've well, that never... sort of raises the point, too. Like, why don't they just take her... Why is not you know... Why isn't, you know uh, Barry just take her to, you know, uh, May 24th? And it's like, oh, problem solved. You didn't die on the day you were supposed to die. we changed the future. Um, Jeffrey, what do you think? Who's uh, going to die, and how is Iris going to escape her
2: fate? Okay. So, from the beginning... I always, like, flip-flop between two people, HR and Joe, and then as episodes went on and on, like, I know I always repeated Joe, 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 and, and Brittany has always been very heavy on Joe as well, but I'm gonna go back to HR just because I don't think we're going to get a big emotional death this time around, I know there might be HR fans out there, but I I'll be honest, I won't miss him because they'll bring in another Tom Kavanaugh, another Harry Harrison, HR from another um from from another Earth. And I feel like his death would A serve that purpose, would B be a replacement for Iris, and would C, you know, still have like some sort of emotional punch with the team but it won't be like a huge um, major loss like if Joe were to die. I don't know. I just I can't see them anymore going in that direction. And I know that there's a lot of hints that it could be just because they have been featuring Joe a lot and like emotional stuff. And a, lo- a lot of times writers like to sort of foreshadow a death but I, I just, I feel like it's going to be HR. And while for me that isn't a major death, I mean, it, it is, it will sort of like continue on the trend of a new Wells each season. And uh, I, I think a lot of people have seen HR kind of as a joke compared to the other Wellses. So maybe this will be his chance to sort of like Become the hero that, uh, I don't know, he feels he could be or something like that. And I know we saw him well. in the future, but I'm going with, you know, now that he has this new information, he being Barry, that he is going to change the future based on all this new information that he has. And if I can go into it a little bit more theorizing, um, I don't know how they're going to save Iris. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be as simple as, you know, Wells, stand over here, and, and that kind of thing. But I do feel that because I just... I feel that now that they have this new information and this new technology, maybe this will be a way to free Jay as well, because if they trap Savitar in the Speed Force, then wouldn't that sort of satisfy, I guess, the Speed Force quota of like needing a speedster trapped in the Speed Force?
1: Yeah, that's certainly possible, and you were talking about, you know, uh, if it were HR, you know, one thing I've been thinking about is, you know, um, it was introduced earlier in the season, and then was almost just a throwaway. Remember, HR has that, you know, image-changing thing that he wears, so he doesn't look like Harrison Wells.
2: Oh, see, look at that. I didn't so even think of that, but like someone else look so at so you. So was
1: to program that to look like Iris and just be standing in the right place at the right time that could allow him to take that that's certain and, and i mean otherwise why bother introducing that you know i mean yes there was the whole you know star labs you know museum tour and stuff like that but it does seem like you know they just sort of introduced that and then totally left alone and like they haven't really drawn your attention to it or anything like that um but you know it is out there it's canon so it's it's there presumably you know around his neck waiting to be used so if the argument is that. Going to be HR or anyone taking her place could, you know, theoretically use it in the same way, uh, you know, and uh, so that could be a way in which uh, you know Iris escapes her fate.
2: Professor X, you big beautiful mind, you that was fantastic.
1: Although from the comics' point of view, uh, what happens is, you know, it, because in the comics, uh, you know, um, uh, Zoom went back in time and, and apparently killed Iris, but what actually happened was that she was pulled forward in time to like the 34th century or something like that and you know was living there quite happily and you know we haven't heard anything about you know, Candace Patton you know being uh released from the show so yeah my gut feeling is it's probably going to be you know that we're going to see Iris die and then find out it wasn't Iris um whether it's HR whether it's someone else whether they use the image transducer whether it's you know a time wraith or something like that or um something along those lines i think we're going to get the payoff of uh, of seeing iris die and then the relief factor of finding out uh it wasn't uh, actually her um mm-hmm. but we only have four episodes left the season finale of course falls on may 23rd 2017 where iris or someone will presume we die uh before we get into spoilers uh what do you guys think we can expect as the season wraps up peter
3: I, I guess some sort of... I, I wonder if they'll keep the Killer Frost thing uh, going
1: until the season finale. But otherwise, none, no real guesses. Of course, that would be another, uh, you know, if if we do get into, you know, let's say they do get, you know, Caitlyn recovered from Killer Frost uh, for a brief period of time. Um, you know, you can see Caitlyn being the one to sacrifice herself, like using the image transducer, taking uh, Iris' place as a way of ensuring that Killer Frost uh, would never become... Uh, the threat, uh, which again would be an, an interesting, uh, you know, more of a, an emotional payoff, uh, losing uh, Caitlin uh, than losing HR, certainly. Uh, Jeff, what do you think we're going to see for the uh, final few episodes?
2: Well, I'll be cheating because I'll be reporting on spoilers. So I'll just say generally, I'm excited to see what's to come because I'm very curious as to how they're going to end the season and what they're going to do next. Because I'm sure we're going to get some teases as well as far as like what the next big thing will be after Savitar. If I can just make a couple points about the episode that I didn't get a chance to. um, I thought the acting was really, really good by all the characters. Like showing how they changed and, and how dark and gloomy they were. Uh, I, I thought everyone, like Joe, and, and uh, even though he really didn't, didn't get a chance to do much because of the state he was in, like seeing Wally like that was was very impressionable, and um, and I guess if you had to bring back any villains, I guess the Top and Mirror Master, or I guess you know might as well waste them, but on that episode, but I I wasn't that impressed with the return of Top and Mirror Master.
1: No, not exactly the sort of, uh, you know, world-shattering uh, opponents you would want to face. On the other hand, it's, you know, I guess, you know, sort of making the point that with without a flash protect the city, even, you know, uh, second raiders like this could... I know, could
2: the be Mirror Master dead. runs the city. He's, like, the crime bot, like, really.
1: And, like, you know, changing his powers so that he can warp reality? That, yeah, seemed a little... He bent uh, that building somehow, right? that's what it seemed like uh you know it wasn't in a reflection or anything like that there was and again it's it's you know just kind of laziness that you know no explanation given it's like we saved all that money by not hiring extras to be on the street so we saved it for the cg uh effect of of bending this uh this building towards him
2: oh that is true yeah for well i guess i didn't really notice that he was the one controlling because i thought because like she would be able to do that right
1: well, yeah. Well, she can she can like mess with your uh, your your mind uh, as if thinking like that. that it's... But no, it was definitely him that was doing the uh, the bending of the building.
2: Yeah, that was weird.
1: Now, whether that was actually physical or whether it was you know uh, purely mental or something like that, that's not you know again. Take it, you know, it's the drinking game. Take a shot every time I say, "Yeah, it's not canon." I but guess it's not canon. Damn it. Yeah,
2: I guess they didn't want to do, do the whole thing of like Barry gets stuck in the mirror again.
1: And, and also having, you know, that, that little device just, oh, so easily tweaked so that, you know, you could go into the mirror and out of the mirror and it would break through. And yeah, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, but again, uh, all of that stuff with the villains was really just throwaway an excuse to get uh, Barry back on the, uh, the Speed Force horse. Uh, but anyway... Uh, We mentioned it uh, from the beginning. We threw it at the Speed Force. We worked on a Speed Force trap or a Spoiler Force trap, but there's no getting away from the Big Bad Spoiler section. So it's time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for the upcoming episodes of The Flash. This is an official spoiler alert.
4: Spoiler alert.
1: And don't forget to check out our official Facebook like page by visiting facebook.com slash the Central City Chronicle
2: all right everybody let's get into it the spoiler section is back and better than ever for the final five episodes of the season and we're going to start off with some really exciting and good news with the ratings the flash resumed to season three on tuesday night with 2.65 million total viewers and a 1.0 in the demo ticking up on both counts from its month ago episode which is really good, because the the CW started off with uh, Supergirl uh, being uh, low. So uh, people returned for the Flash, probably hoping to find out who Savitar was, and then being very annoyed. But what can you do? You can't please everybody. So let's get into some spoilery scoop, and we're going to start off with uh, TV Line's Ask Osiello. Uh, this is where... Uh, a TV line reader submit questions, and Michael Osiello of TV line answers them with some scoop. And the question is Should we be worried about the Flash's Joe surviving the season? And this is what he had to say. More pressing, you might worry about him surviving a sticky situation with girlfriend Cecile in the next episode. Amid all the killer Flash drama, and this is a quote from Jesse L. Martin, we have a little situation where she said the magic words. I love you. And Joe wasn't able to say the magic words back. End quote. Jesse L. Martin shares. Based on uh, some new photos that we will be discussing in in just a moment, uh, Joe may want to get clear on his feelings quick. And that's because some new images from the episode have come out. And it seems as if Killer Frost kidnaps Cecile. So yeah get ready for that now we do have some casting scoop it was announced uh a a few weeks ago but uh the actress Anne dudek from the tv series house will be recurring on the flash as tracy brand the doctor who uh will allegedly invent some sort of tech to uh, trap Savitar four years from now. So maybe maybe she can do it in four episodes. That would be helpful. We also have a couple of uh, press releases for upcoming episodes. The next episode, episode 3.20, is titled I Know Who You Are. And the press release reads like this. Vibe faces off against Killer Frost. Barry and the team meet Tracy Brand, a scientist who may be the key to stopping Savitar. Unfortunately, Killer Frost is also after Tracy, so Team Flash must battle their old friend, which proves to be particularly difficult for Cisco. Joe and Cecile's relationship takes a big turn. The following episode, episode 3.21, is titled, Cause and Effect. And uh, here's the official synopsis for that episode. Drastic times call for drastic measures. Barry takes drastic measures to stop Savitar. Meanwhile, H.R., Continues to push Tracy Brand to design the trap for Savitar. And Killer Frost returns with an interesting proposal. And the final bit of spoilery scoop that I have to report is uh, the official Flash season finale date. But we all know it because we've been repeating it. For weeks now, Uh, The Flash will end its season on the infamous date of May 23rd, 2017. So, those are all the spoiler scoops that I have for you. Back to you, Professor X.
1: And also, don't forget to join us next time for a brand new installment of the Central City Chronicle. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us.
4: Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for The Central City Chronicle, and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thecentralcitychronicle. Follow us on Tumblr, .tumblr thecentralcitychronicle.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash radio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com.
1: Thanks, announcer. Co-hosts, wish the listeners a good night. Good night, everybody.
2: From the future, from the past, and from the present, all of the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good night.
1: Oh, I just realized Adrian Chase must be Savitar. Anyway, uh, thanks oh, for the That makes the most Center- right. sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. It would explain how he knows everything is happening over on Arrow.
3: He's ten steps
4: ahead.
1: Because oh my God, he's From the future, yes. He's so fast. He's, ten, he's step, ten steps. Ahead. He's ten
2: steps ahead, and he's seven years ahead.
1: Oh man! Now, now that we've blown your minds, uh, download new episodes of the Central City Chronicle every Thursday by iTunes and the Poppy Chula Radio Archives. Good night. <laughs>